up everybody this is the let's talk about it podcast my name is Raquel and I'm your host I hope everybody had a great week my week was full of events uh busy from work to home um to staying consistent with working out and everything my week has been pretty busy but I have found time to make sure I fit everything into my schedule and I hope you guys were able to do the same um This week, I have uh, taken up Peloton and cycling. And when I tell you, it's no joke, y'all. Like, your butt, I I guess you need a cushion or something to sit under it. But, like, the seat messes with, like, the inner groin. And you can't do it every day. Like, if you're a beginner, you have to do it every other day or something just so you can get used to it. Um, But that's what I've been doing. Um, I have been really enjoying... Um, working out, staying consistent, getting that, oh, you've been moving and working out seven days straight um, on my Apple Watch. And, you know, feeling really motivated this week. And I really hope everybody um, found those small moments in their life or in their day, rather, um, where you guys felt like this is a great week. Like this is the the times in my life that I want to cherish or I want to relive or continue to have. So um, take a moment to really reflect about your week and think about all of your wins. Think about things you could have done differently and just reflect on, you know, conversations that you had with people. Um, For me, I had to reflect on a conversation I had with my manager. We were talking about, um, you know, me moving forward with my career and I personally don't like to train people, y'all. I don't like to train. It's not that I can't train. I just don't like it. And uh, my supervisor was like, well, since you don't like to train, it may seem like you are not good enough for, not good enough. That's not what she said. She said, it may seem as if uh, leadership is not a good fit for you. And in my mind, I immediately got upset. Like, what do you mean leadership is not for me? Like, I I don't want to train. It's not that I don't want to be a leader. Um, but you know, I took some time to kind of reflect on what she was saying. Look, took, took myself in the mirror and said, okay, if you were a leader and you were supposed to train, if that was part of your, um, job description, would you be able to succeed? And then I also talked to my mom and she was just like, you know, as a, me as a leader, I do have to sit down and train and shadow certain people. And, you know, sometimes it's frustrating, but it is it is a piece of leadership. It doesn't consume all of leadership, but it is a piece that is, um, I guess, required to be a leader. So uh, my point in saying all of that is, is perception is everything. When you when someone says something to you and you perceive it in a way where they are being judgmental, they're criticizing you in a way that's. Uh, not constructive, if you feel like they're coming down on you and they're just destroying your confidence. And in that moment, that's how I feel. But knowing that people have different ways of communicating and knowing that people don't understand your traumas, don't understand um, why you are the way that you are completely. Like I've only been working there for about a year and eight months, two years going on. So 
she only knows as much as I give her. So certain things that we discuss, she may not understand why I'm so um, passionate about moving forward in my career. She may not understand why certain things that she say or says to me bothers me. Um, and I have to remember that. I have to remember that a lot of people may not understand my passion for moving forward with my career. I struggled with getting my GED for a very long time, whether it be me being lazy, uh, rather me not being focused, whatever the case was, I, I struggled with that piece and not having um, a high school diploma made me very insecure. So now, because I know that in my current position, anytime something, or someone is critical of my work or critical of um, something that I said or anything, sometimes I take it very personally. I take it to heart and I forget that it's not a space to be taken per personally, especially when it comes to work. Um, and they don't know that. Like, I I mean, when you do a background check at work, you know, your supervisors don't see, oh, you have a GED. And if they do, I highly doubt it's something that they think about when they're talking to you. So I went down a rabbit hole. But my point is, is that perception is everything. And honestly, having the mindset that you need to really take take a step back and think about and analyze what people are saying to you will really uh, allow you to avoid unnecessary conflict. And then also think about where the person is in their life. Do you feel like they're in a position to communicate with you the way that you need communicating to? Um, a lot of people aren't on the same path as you. Um, a lot of people aren't vulnerable or, or easily, how can I put this? A lot of people aren't open to be vulnerable. A lot of people aren't open to um, be empathetic or communicate or just humanize themselves. And you have to understand that because people don't, you have to understand that because a lot of people are not the same, that we have to kind of give everybody grace. And I always touch point on us giving ourselves grace, but we also have to give people around us grace because everybody wasn't raised the same. Everybody doesn't have the same morals. Um, and some people are willing to reshape themselves. Uh, so I really think that my lesson from this week is analyze and listen to conversations that you have. Um, think about how you approach certain situations. Um, for instance, I had an issue at work once where we had a video call and the the lady, she was like, well, er can everybody turn on their cameras? And for me, I'm like, mm, I have a baby back here. You know, I'm sorry. I don't, I can't right now. I don't want you guys to think I'm not listening, but she's like, oh, I think it's rude. Um, and you know, if I have to have my camera on, you should. So I, I proceed to say, you know, I don't think it's mandatory. And I also don't think anyone's trying to make you feel disrespected or, you know, are being rude to you. Um, but I do think everyone should have an option to keep their cameras off. Even though I said that in the best way possible, even although I was a little frustrated with her, I still 
took time to think back when after this situation, how could I have approached that situation better? How could I have given her grace because I didn't know where that energy came from? And come to find out she had issues in another training session where people were being rude and people weren't turning on their cameras. So I challenge you to really give people grace in situations where you're having conversations or, you know, you're driving, somebody cuts you off or, um, someone's just not in the mood or, you know, the communications, people go through shit and some people want to talk about it. Some people don't. And it's unfair for yourself because you're going to get upset because of how somebody responded. And then it's unfair to the other person because you're upset at them and they're going through something. Um, so I think it's just a really imperative to give each other grace and really imperative to put yourself in, uh, another part, the other person's shoes. So you can really digest the situation and really say, if you were in that position, how would you want somebody to treat you? And, um, this week has been full of lessons. I have Really, I've seen in myself that I have been holding myself back entirely too much. Um, it is very easy, especially at work, when you're surrounded by people who, you know, you guys have the same views about something wrong, at, when something's going wrong at work or when something's not shifting but when you do that, you kind of put yourself in a category or in a in a state where you don't reach your full potential. And I notice that because at work I was always complaining and always looking for things not to be right, I didn't look for a space or I didn't create a space for me to show them this is what I'm capable of. Or I didn't push hard enough to do so because of all of the negativity that I was putting into the job. And for the past couple of weeks, my mindset changed. And actually, ever since I started working out and really being consistent with going for my walks, taking time for myself to, with reading and just my health in general, work mentally for me has not only been an end, a means to an end, because I know that I'm going to be doing something bigger with my life, whether it be a corporate job or whether it be this podcast reaching millions of people, I know that I have to put my best foot forward. I have to give my all and use that position and that employer as a stepping stone and, and grow with them. Use all of the tools and resources they have, whether it be um, individual growth, um, tuition reimbursement, whatever. Like I had to tell myself, Raquel, slow down. It's the reason why God hasn't allowed you to get another interview and, you know, move to the next step. Maybe there's something you're supposed to learn here before you get to that project management position. Take a beat. Take in everything that you can get right now before I open the door for what you're not ready for it just yet. And me realizing that and 
appreciate appreciate the 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 grace that God puts in my life because you know when you get in a headspace where you feel like you're not valued or you feel like the work that you're doing is pointless you don't show up and in the state of Texas they can fire you for every anything so um I'm just grateful and I'm so blessed to have a God that covers me and that no matter how much I complain, he is gentle with his, he's gentle with his hand. When he puts your hand on you and he's like, he's trying to shake up things. He's gentle when he does it sometimes. Sometimes now he he may, you know, have to shake you up a little bit too much, but for the most part in this transition with how I felt and allowing me to get through, get out of this rut of feeling how I felt about my job with over a two month span, that's nothing but the grace of God. Um, just like my mom, told, I, got, I got an interview for a project management position and I told my wife, I'm like, do you think they got the right application? Like, do you, do you really think they meant to choose me? Because uh, the talent acquisition lady, she had to reschedule, or the recruiter, she had to reschedule. And I'm like, well, maybe they did that because I don't have, uh, you know, a PMP uh, certification. And my mom was just like, you have to know, like, God, God opens your doors. And don't take when, don't take things so personal. And that's one thing for me. I take things personal. And this is why, I, this is why I'm saying Take a step back and <laughs> reflect on the conversation, reflect on the person, reflect on the situation and see how it's not all about you. And, you know, a lot of a lot of times we can be a little narcissistic and think that everything that someone does is about us. For me, I know for definitely from paranoia to somebody looked at me wrong, anything. So. Working on that aspect of my life and understanding that people deserve grace and not only just like preaching about it, actually doing it every day at work. And I'm learning that, you know, to get to the next level, that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to put a lot of that fiery Raquel that wants to talk and wants to get get their point across and realize that you got to listen you got to be willing in order to be the successful version of yourself. You got to be willing to learn and you got to be willing to listen and you got to crawl before you walk and walk before you run. So I'm just elated that over these past few weeks, I've, my mind has opened up to so many different ideas and and so many different uh, possibilities of what my life can look like within the next couple of weeks from you know individual growth development in my career personal life and anything and I encourage people to definitely think about their two-year five-year plan where you want to go what do you want to do if your job offers um, career development take do it Take advantage of it, especially if it's free. If they offer tuition reimbursement, find out. Ooh, <laughs> find out where um, 
how many, how long you have to be with the company before you can get the tuition reimbursement, how much they're willing to reimburse, how often they're do, they're, they will do it. Like we have to, if you're at a job that you're not happy with and they offer great benefits, use those benefits. Use it as an end to a mean until you get to where you want to go. And that is what I'm learning. That is what, that is how I'm able to appreciate my job and where I am right now. That is how I'm able to understand that, you know, even though it's not where I want to be, it has resources to get me further than where I am right now. And I just challenge everyone who's tuning into this podcast to do that for yourself, do that for your future, do that for your mindset so you can pass that information on to, you know, your children or your friends or your circle. You know what I mean? And Again, perception is everything, being intentional about how you want to treat people, where you want to go in your career, um, and just being intentional about your whole outlook on life. Like, I want to wake up in the morning and not just say, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I don't want to go to work. I want to wake up in the morning and say, okay. This is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go clock in. I'm going to go let the dogs out. I want to be on a schedule and I want to have gratitude. I want to, you know, look at the sky in the morning and drink my tea or my coffee and just embrace the the earth that God has blessed us with. Because I said this last episode, we are all not promised another day. We are on borrowed time. And it's sad how... Unfortunately, no matter how many people pass or no matter no matter how many um, wars happen or, you know, catastrophic events happen, we still live life as if we're going to be here forever. And this is why I'm, I have to change my outlook on life. I have to change the way that I think because... I want to be happy and at peace in the life that I'm in. And I want to be appreciative. I want to have gratitude for it. I want to teach that to our son. And you can't do that until you know where your faults are. Um, I started journaling this week. I, I don't know if I want to do like a journaling series where, you know, I just explain to you guys where I'm at in that day. I don't know yet. Um, but me journaling and kind of jotting down how I feel every day, where I'm at mentally and what happened kind of lets me reevaluate, okay, this kind of, this is what triggered me at that time. And I think those are all great practices to incorporate in your day-to-day -day life. Um, I will always root and encourage uh, the importance of mental health. And I hope that each and every one of you understanding importance of mental health and how every day someone is either committing suicide or someone's, you know, killing somebody because, you know, mental health is still a thing that a lot of people don't take seriously. Um, so, yes, perception is everything. Be intentional about being a good person and changing your life and, and everything about your life. Be intentional about everything in your life, about your life, how you want to change it, and understand that no matter where you are, you should show gratitude because you could be somewhere 
way further than where you are right now. And although you may not be where you want to be, where you are is a stepping stone to get you to the next level. Use the resources that you have now. Stay 10 toes deep and down. And I guarantee you, you stay consistent, you put your mind to it, and you keep going and you don't let up, you'll, you'll get to where you want to go. And I only, I, I did my, two, I started my 28 uh, day challenge almost two, what, two weeks ago, I think. So, um, yeah, this is the, my second week. So if I'm telling you this and this is how I feel in two weeks, just imagine what you could feel like in three months. So, yeah, um, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I pray that you have an abundant, blessed weekend. Um, I do want to close us out in prayer. I usually don't. Um, so if anybody is coming across, just take a time to, uh, take a moment to pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for covering us. Thank you so much for getting us through this week, Lord God. Thank you for giving us the tools and uh, the grace to deal with any child and tribulations that we may have come across, Lord God. Thank you for covering us to and from. Thank you for being a hedge of protection over our homes and our babies and our families, Lord God. We pray for our enemies, Lord. We pray for that manager that is on our tell and, and, and not giving us the respect that you would see fit for us, Lord God. But we know that you are the head and not the tail, Lord God. And we know that anything that you put in front of us, you will get us through, Lord God. And you have the last say, Father. And I pray over mental health for anybody that re review, sees this episode. I pray that you take care of your mental health. I pray that you understand that you are not alone, Lord God. I pray that you cover that person. I pray that they feel you and hear you. And I pray that they're intentional about hearing your voice, Lord God. I thank you for allowing me to be on this platform. I thank you for allowing me to have the courage to speak to people and share my testimony, Lord God. I pray that you continue to pour into me and pour out of me, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I thank you and I love you. And I'll see you guys next episode. Amen. Amen.